My name is Parker Bennett, and I've spent the last 20 years helping people through the process of their largest single investment they may ever make, their home. From building inspector to real estate agent, I've chalked up a number of great experiences and strategies for everything related to the home buying experience. This podcast is dedicated to anything and everything around the Kamloops real estate market. Welcome to the Kamloops Real Estate Insider Podcast. Welcome, everybody, to this week's edition of the Kamloops Real Estate Insider Podcast. <laughs> Welcome. Here in the uh, real estate studio with uh, Mally J. Hello. Here I am. And Rock you like a hurricane. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> So uh, it is the season for Christmas parties, and we do have our office Christmas party this very evening. Whoop, whoop. But uh, you're not going to, you're going to make it a late appearance. I'm going to show up fashionably late because I will be coming from my Blazers hosting gig at the hockey game. But um, that's, I kind of like to make a, a late swoop by entrance because then you straight out, you don't have to do any small talk. People are already have had a drink or two. <laughs> a drink or two. Parties in full swing. I just show up. You know, bells on and... Are you going to dress up like Santa and come in and like... I'll yeah. probably be wearing a Blazers jersey, to be honest. Nice. <laughs> um, but I hate missing a party, so I'll make an appearance. So it's at the Delta mm-hmm. in Kamloops, which I just had a Christmas party there last week with my <laughs> my lovely wife, Sarah, and her uh, company, and the drinks were $12 a drink. Ouch. So I don't know if people are going to just get ripped up. Uh, I'm going to be toned down, I think. I mean... It has an effect on how many you might have, unless you're one of those people that brings a flask. Yeah, I'm not a flasker. <laughs> not a flasker at all. It's probably for the best. All right, let's jump into some news here. Um, Royal LePage Recreation Property Report came out for 2023. They focused on recreational property in the ski resort uh, sector of recreational properties. And um, this Royal LePage uh, document states... That economists are believing that ski resort properties are going to go down 3% year over year from this to next, which is interesting. Like in uh, value? In value, mm. in total value. I don't know what the, the volume of sales will look like, um, but what's probably going to push that more than just all the other factors, COVID, war in Ukraine, still dealing with uh, high interest rates, but... Um, the border ban, which is a lot of the, makes up a big bulk of the buyers yeah. for recreational property. Um, the two-year ban, which is going to eliminate foreign buyers in Canada for at least two years, starting January 2023. Um, but also, interesting, in that same report, uh, they noted that when they surveyed ownership of these ski resort properties across Canada, 70% of the ownership was made up by somebody who actually had dual citizenship. Right. So of the foreign ownership of recreational properties, of those foreign owners, 70% of them actually, there's like a loophole. There's a loophole, There's a Somebody has citizenship and it doesn't count. So imagine if that wasn't the case, just how much more that 3% would look like. No kidding. Probably be a bigger chunk. Mm -hmm. So it'd be interesting if you kind of, you know, you're a real estate agent and you're hanging out at the Sun Peaks or whatever, that's (laughs) going to, you're probably going to feel that a little bit, I would expect. Um, next little nugget, uh, as of November 24th, I think we talked about this in the last podcast, but, uh, government has passed, 
uh, an amendment to the Strata Property Act, eliminating age and rental restrictions from strata title properties. That's a big one. It's a big change because mm-hmm. there is a, I would say there's probably, this is an unqualified number here, but 30 to 40% of, of strata townhouse complexes, single family detached gated communities in Kamloops typically do have rental restrictions mm-hmm. or like they have a maximum rental number. Yeah. Uh, the nicer properties, they try to, they assume they want to keep transient renters out to keep the values up, mm-hmm. but that's all going to change. And it will be very interesting to see what that looks like two to three years down the road, whether or not that makes any, you know, what does that do to prices on strata properties? Does it change it? Does it, does it weaken the value? Does it, does it increase the value? That's a good question. I mean, it's hard to say, like, obviously the initial effect is to free up more rental space. Like yeah. I wasn't even thinking about the value of those properties, but because I think the report I read said that there's over like, it was like around 4,000 plus empty condos that are sitting empty right now. Like really? that, that will have an effect on the rental market, but who's to say? Right. But, um, yeah. Just because you can rent it doesn't mean that everyone's going to rent that's it. That's true. But it's definitely going to eliminate people that wanted to rent it. Mm-hmm. Um, here's a scenario that typically happens on age-restricted properties. Um, your mom or your parents or someone who's elderly, 65 plus, living in an age-restricted townhome that's sort of designed around older demographics and retired folks. Mm-hmm. Uh, if someone passes or they need to go into a separate home that's got a little bit more services... And the estate, maybe it's you or your, you know, one of your um, brothers or sisters that is taking care of the property, mm-hmm. they are now servicing that debt because they can't rent it out and you can't stick somebody in it who's under 65. So that will definitely help the market. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is a notation in that amendment stating that seniors can still restrict like those properties might still be able to restrict to right. a seniors only complex. And I know the aim was to, and it was like to ensure and protect housing for seniors like that. And I think that's really important that that stays in place. So what other age restrictions are there then if it's not a seniors? Um, we don't see this. Like we don't 19, see this. Yeah. 19. No kids. Like, no kids. Kidlessness yeah. zones. Okay. We don't see that too much in Kansas. I can't. I remember that there were a few properties, but I don't believe that they're mm-hmm. still... Maybe that's more like a Greater Vancouver kind of Could metropolis be, yeah. thing, but... Yeah. Nobody likes kids. <laughs> anymore. Anymore, <laughs> anymore. Um, so today's topic, pretty interesting one. Uh, mm. We're talking about the, the four methods of move. That's right. So we have uh, looked at... Four key strategies for literally moving your stuff when yeah. you sell your property or you buy a property and you, you're ready to make that move. We've kind of broken them down into four categories and we're going to talk about pros and cons and maybe some of the highlighted things that you should know and maybe some of the things that you would like to know so you don't make mistakes when you're transitioning into a new property. It's a big project and there's so many ways to approach it. So I really, I really like the fun titles that you've come up with for the four ways. Okay. So I'm excited, <laughs> I'm excited to dive in. And there's, there's definitely modified versions of all of these, but we just kind of like broke them down to simplify the process a little bit into um, kind of the main key ones. 
So let's start off with a fun fact first. How many times does the average person move in a lifetime? Well, I happen to know because we talked about it the other day. Mm. 11 is the average times that a person would move in their lifetime. That's insane. Because when we tried to look this stat up, I would have thought 11. it was 11.2, like, sorry. Yeah, 11.2. I, I would have thought it would have been a lot lower. And then I calculated my moves from childhood. And sure enough, I pop out at 11. That's hilarious. So I'll probably be above this average. I'll push the numbers up because mm-hmm. I'm sure I got another move or two in me. Yeah. And I think I'm sitting at eight or eight or nine. Right. Um, so together. And I'm, a couple, I'm a little younger than you. So I, maybe I'm like, I'm getting there. I'm not that old though. No. <laughs> for the record. So for the record. I'm still pretty young. Okay. Let's jump into the first uh, method. The first method is what I would call, well, the first one is the five star method. Woo, classy. This is a classy one, yeah. Yeah. So to break down the nuts and bolts of this one, it's it's simply you're not going to lift too much of the weight of the move. So you're going to be calling a moving company. They're going to be coming in, packing up your items, boxing up your items, dismantling your beds and your... Mm -hmm. Big stuff. Big stuff. Um then they'll actually load this stuff up on a truck, move it. And for the sake of a lot of what we're going to be discussing, it's just going to be talking about moving like from one end of town to another end of town. Right. We're not going to get too in detail about like cross country moves, but um, so yeah, they move you across town and unload you mm-hmm. into your new home now. And maybe even put together some of those big things again. The big things will be put together. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not going to unbox your stuff and put your dishes away. Um, that is another service. I was going to say in the five star, I feel like there are services you can employ to help you then to add. Yeah. You can unpack. And move you can definitely in. supersize your five star. You can make it a six star move if you really six wanted to. That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about this a little bit. Um, basically for the, for the strategy of describing the events in these moves, we're going to assume median house price stuff. So we're going to, Assume a 2,100 square foot home, a mm-hmm. uh, family of four, and we'll start with some pricing. So on the five-star move, you're typically going to get three human beings in the 2,100 square foot home. They're going to come into your home and pack up, box up uh, dishes, uh, all your main clothes, mm-hmm. every, pretty much everything you have, except for maybe you're going to have particulars that you don't want people to touch. Right. Um, that's going to take literally a day for three people. Yeah. And that most people, the, definitely the, the service that we called to get a quote, they charge about 30 bucks per hundred pounds of stuff. Okay. And I'm not exactly sure how they figure that out. On yeah. A, they got a scale or well, they, they must, they do scale your items when, when you move out of town. Yeah. Like when you're taking a truck to up the Coca Cola, they're going to hit the scales and that's how they're going to get their number from. But oh. For the most part, I think they just estimate, mm-hmm. you know, what that would look like. And then you have pretty much a full shift of loading and a full shift of unloading. Yeah. So you're looking around somewhere in the neck of woods, seven to eight grand um, plus taxes. And that's just 2,100 square foot home. Not a lot of like, you don't have a detached shop. You're not, you know, you don't have a. A ton of like, not like, on acreage with right. stuff, you know, just a typical single family detached home. Yeah. That's pretty interesting. It is. And, you know, that's 
not a small cost, but it may totally be worth it to, you know, either people who are really wealthy for one or, you know, limited, limited mobility maybe, or, um, where the, yeah, the very low labor on you, the mover, the person who is moving up, you can low labor, low stress. Yeah. I would say if you pick the right real estate agent, you'd probably get that 10 grand back. Ooh. Would pay for your move. There you go. Right? Uh, let's look at the pros and cons. So we talked about minimum labor, physical yeah. labor. That's like, I think, the biggest pro. Very oh. little labor. <laughs> Do you think the stress would go down? I mean, I would say that the stress of like finishing and getting it done in time would go down. Mm-hmm. But I bet you'd still be pretty stressed. Well, I think it depends on your personality. If you're the kind of person who doesn't like people touching your stuff, it might be like <laughs> a bit. You have to relinquish a little. <laughs> You've asked these people to come. So I right. think it's personality-based where your personality stress based. and anxiety lies. But I agree with that. Um, but it's not all on you, right? You've got someone to blame if it doesn't go well. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure there's insurances to cover breakages and stuff like that. True. But yeah. Um, quickness factor. Yep. It's definitely going to be quicker. Yeah. Right? Like, especially when you're like, okay, I'm making the decision. I'm going to move. Yeah. And I call and I, these guys show up and then it's literally like done in a day. Yeah. Which is phenomenal because if you have done any moves in your life, you know (laughs) that it's not a one day project to box up. Oh, no, no, no. No. Especially when it's like emotional stuff. They would probably expect you've got some. That you're going to take care of some of the things. At least maybe take some like pictures off the wall. And yeah. Well, up. and maybe in terms of the six star method, as I was saying earlier, there are services that will come and help you do that. Maybe it's not that moving. Maybe like the moving company is like, okay, we come and do this full service move, but you need to have a certain things prepared. There are other services that will help you prepare to make it ready. Like right. there, yeah, you can have boxers people help you every step of the way. It's, yeah. it's available. And it's cleaning, possible. that kind of thing too. Yeah. Um, you know, cleaning on the way out, cleaning on the way in. I think mm-hmm. everybody kind of does a bit of clean. I, mm-hmm. I, I like to think that everyone does a bit of a clean. Yeah. I can tell you from experience that they don't. It is. Yeah. <laughs> but there is, you know, the cleaning is a big process too, and it takes up a lot of stress. And usually in the move, when you're running out of time, it's the cleaning that gets... It loses some of its... Yes, and it's less of a priority, perhaps. Yeah, exercising, yeah. Um, yeah, one of the pros is you probably don't have to go to the chiropractor after. Mm-hmm. And you don't, have to, you don't have to employ your friends and family to come bail you out. Yes. This is a professional service that you can... Right. It's not personal. It's not personal, <laughs> yeah. You can leave your friend with a pickup truck out of it. Uh, so let's look at some of the cons. It's expensive. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're spending 10 grand to move, that's something you got to calculate in your cost of, uh, closing costs for sure, which yeah. typically run 1% of whatever you're purchasing for legals and inspections and insurance, et cetera. But if you're throwing in this 10 K move, you're going to, that's definitely going to increase that. Yeah. yeah. So it may not be available to everyone on that level, but. What else? What else is a con on this deal? Cons. I'd say the fear of getting stuff broken. That's what I was thinking too. Um, just because it is other people, professionals, mind you, but you know. What you does have it take to be a professional mover? One of those belts. Right. One of those lifting belts for sure. But the care um, factor. 
I don't know if you have to be bonded to be a no a person like that. Okay. Um, again, maybe it's personality based. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the other one I have is that it takes a, some coordinating, like a yeah. It just takes a, some planning and some forethought so that you're, you know, if your completion and possession dates are one thing that you've got the move coordinated to fall in line with that. To happen on the right day. Yeah. So in a quick call, uh, basically I was told at this very point in time, it would be a 90 day wait to book. Okay. One of these moves. It's a three months notice. And we're talking, it's December. Yeah. So that would be interesting if you're doing a transaction and you're thinking this five star Mm -hmm. move is kind of the process you're going to go. And I don't want to say that it's always like that. And I'm sure there's, you know, some exaggeration on the the 90 day. I'm sure you could probably get something sooner if you just shot the field. But I just called a few just to see, to get a feel on what that would look like. But if you're booking 90 days, you're going to be able to get this done. Yeah. Um, That's interesting. That's a lot of lead time. Totally. Yeah. I think, you know, who uses this service completely and like, to the fullest of the five-star method, I would say this is probably more like a relocation company, mm-hmm. um, corporate moves, um, elderly people, yeah. more wealthy people, the, people the who... The very affluent. <laughs> yeah, affluent Yeah. Um, so the pro tip on this uh, method of move would be telling your realtor that this is your idea, this is how you're going to do it, and making sure that you have enough time to just get that booked in and... Mm-hmm. And I, I, when it comes down to the day from experience, there's always like hiccups that happen in transactions. For instance, like completion not happening on a Friday. Right. And you plan to have your move or move your stuff on Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. And now you don't, you don't get the property yet. Right. And you have to wait another day. So those movers have you booked for 60 to 90 days out. And mm-hmm. now you've got to tell them, hey, by the way, we can't do it until Monday. That's a, that's a major wrench in the machinery there. Yeah. So I would, you know, be very careful, make sure that you build in a buffer day. <laughs> well, just talk to your agent about, you know, don't try and squish this all into the same yeah. day or whatever, right? Like just there's, and, there's, you can do midweek moves, mid month moves was another recommendation that I was told that they can be more flexible, you know, middle of the month, as opposed to being at the beginning of the month when you also have. Renters and other, you know, areas that are getting moved. And people just naturally, typically do end up falling near the end of the month and beginning of the month for moves. So keep your realtor in the loop so that they can help you. Keep them in the loop. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the the next method. Mm Mm-hmm. Which I couldn't really come up with a great one, but you did add a nice feature to this one, the Mm -hmm. modified a la carte move. It's true. Right. (laughs) This is where you're picking and choosing um, kind of the five-star, the better parts of the five-star service, but you're also going to be mix-matching and doing a little bit of lifting yourself. Yeah. So I would say this is where you're hiring a professional to move boxes, maybe still having them dismantle major items, beds, bed frames, TVs Mm -hmm. off the wall, stuff like this. But you're boxing, you're, you're... you're packing. going to find boxes yourself and tape and yeah. you're doing the dishes and you're packing up a lot of the boxes. And this is probably more, more along the lines of like, this is what really happens. Yeah. Is that, you know, people that are moving and hiring a professional company to come in and do all the lifting, but they're going to do all the boxing. Totally. And this can happen fairly quick as well. Again, you know, you're booking this 
you know, maybe a little less than 90 days out, you could probably get this tucked in two months time frame. Mm-hmm. And I would think that normally in the winter you could pull this off even sooner, but it just I, seems like the, my it's busy. gut sense is that there maybe are more services that offer this less than full service move. Like yeah. there might be more available companies who can come and pick up your load of boxes, load them into their truck, move them to your new home and uh, unload it there. Yeah. Perhaps. So the company that I did speak with on this, um, which I'm not really going to do shout outs today about these companies, but that's another podcast, we can mm-hmm. try to, you know, look at who's all out there and who's playing the game. But they, they told me that they would do three of these in city moves per day. Oh, wow. So their one crew would come. A single crew? Load up a house, relocate that house. And before lunch, they're on their second house. So they need you to be ready. That you sort have of, to be ready. Yeah, to go. it is like if it's not it boxed up and in the pile, it's it ain't going with it the moving going. company. Okay. Yeah. So, and there is experiences where these three people are not going to all happen on the same day. For instance, like somebody isn't as ready as you think they are, or maybe you know, here's something that normally happens: is like sliding glass doors have to come off, and doors come off the house in order to get things out and easier and faster. And yeah. And so these things maybe not be perfectly planned out. Yeah. And so there's time where you crunch a little bit of time. Yeah. But this crew would look more like five guys. Okay. As opposed to three guys. Yeah. Come in and muscle it. Get her done. Quick muscle and away you go. So um, pros and cons of this, lower labor still. Mm-hmm. We're not, we don't, probably don't need a chiropractor call. Right. Um, damage fears probably... Um, a little less because you're boxing and you're making sure that the corners and your plates are properly You pla- know how packed. your Hummel figurines were packed or whatever <laughs> yeah. they are. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, again, you probably don't need to call on your family and friends on this one. So I'm sure your loved ones will appreciate this method if mm-hmm. you're moving. It's still a little bit pricey, but it's cheaper than the five-star method. Um, cons? It's a little drawn out process, a little bit more than the five star. You know, you still need to do coordinate some. Yeah. And sort of arrange your, your peripheral elements. Like the, the big stuff's moved, but you still have to deal with all the. Yeah. You're probably still running Unpacking stuff. and cleaning and yeah. details. Yeah. Probably taking your own car load of small stuff that you forgot. <laughs> small items. Whatever <laughs> yeah. fits, fits and the way it goes. Yeah. Little cheaper process. Um, was was quoted about three to four thousand bucks for a again a twenty one hundred square foot home with you know four people living inside of it. Mm-hmm. And we're not talking you know hoarders by any means. Three to four thousand. Three to four thousand. Okay. What did I say? I don't. I don't know. I was looking. I was reading something well, over I, my shoulder. Four, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like pretty much we're talking about half price. Right. It's just that much less than what you would typically get. Yeah. Um. Anything else to add to this one? What's the pro tip again here? Mid-month? Mid-month. Aim for mid-month for the best availability, flexibility. And, and 60 days ideally, but okay. I think they said that they could work on a shorter schedule. So still takes planning, but might be able to throw it together if you're in a throw-together situation. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, that was modified a la carte. That's the modified We're, a la carte. That's so fancy. Okay, so our next one is the... Uh, Seacan special. Yep. That was the most professional name that we could yeah. come up with. <laughs> and the subtitle was Pod Move. 
Pod move, yeah. Mm-hmm. So Pod style moving. I feel like the name pod is a pretty new term. And just to give you some clarification on what all that means, C-can, like a 20-foot steel C-can, this is where you're, you're, you're hiring somebody to come bring you a C-can or a pod, as they're commonly referred to now. And there's smaller versions of this. There's 10-foot 10 10 foot C-cans. There's also like wooden ones that are built on wooden crates that have like weatherproofing and locking capabilities. And they Sweet. would literally drop this off for a 30-day period or longer if you want to pay extra. Mm-hmm. And you have the leisure of loading this up yourself. So you're still going to be boxing. You're still going to be calling your buddies and friends to help mm-hmm. you lift things. You're going to be packing stuff yourself, loading that, that sea can yourself, but you have the leisure of time. Mm-hmm. And then on a particular day, completion day, possession day, whatever, um, a truck is going to come pick up whatever you've rented, relocate it to your new house, and then you can purchase the amount of time that you want to unload. Right. And then at the end of that time, they'll come and take the box away. Yeah, they'll come. And, so you yeah. actually don't own the box. You're right. just renting the box. And there's other features that come along with this. If you're, like, if you're going to need some extra time, they can also store these boxes off-site mm-hmm. for you in their Cause, facility. Because it is basically a storage container that is mo- a mobile storage container. Yeah. It's a and cool it's, method. It's weatherproofed. You yeah. can lock them pretty skookumly. I mean, I know that there's probably some risk. Mm-hmm. They don't insure them, so you'd need to deal with insuring them yourself if you wanted to insure them. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're pretty skookum. Yeah. You, you're not just, you know, a crowbar is not getting no. into this to steal <laughs> local goods, right? Um, a lot of times with this C-CAN model, you're probably not going to fit everything in it. I know that this is the model commonly used in like areas where you can fit a C-CAN in. Right. Um, so if you have the ability, I guess that's one of the cons or that we, we should discuss is if you're getting a 20-foot C-CAN, you need to be able to get that C-can in your driveway. Mm-hmm. The driveway and the road need to be have the ability to have this truck back it in. Yeah, relatively flat. Like, I know they can work with yeah, they dis- could, different kinds of inclines, but, like, for sure. if you're loading a C-can, you want it to be a bit <laughs> yeah, you level. Yeah, you want it to be a bit flat. You're not yeah. building, like, a structure underneath it to level it out. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah and are, you need that same space at your destination the, home yeah. as well. So not for... Probably not an apartment move. Or not an apartment move. Probably not a strata townhouse move. But the smaller for, pods could. Yeah. The, and I know you said you have employed the C-CAN special. Yes. Before. And you had like more of a rural, or you had less space anyways. To, yeah, I had the space. I, the I think at the time, don't quote me on this, but I think they wanted like 45 feet of unobstructed space. To like a good, to yeah. load it and unload to it. To load it mm-hmm. and unload it. And like. So my driveway, right across my driveway was my neighbor's lawn, right. which was like manicured Ooh. and irrigated. Uh-oh. And so I was carefully trying to figure out where the sprinkler heads were because I think I was like 40 feet and there was like three or four feet of lawn squishing that occurred, but I definitely got permission. Oh, good. And I took on full liability and responsibility for repair of the lawn if there was any <laughs> damage and like irrigation was located and... I flagged them. Avoided. So that, yeah. Nice. But it's a, it's a good method. I, I don't think on a 2,100 square foot family of four home, mm-hmm. you're not getting everything in a 20 foot sea can unless you're fairly minimalist. Right. 
So you're still going to be employing probably a small trailer, a truck. You're still going to be taking care of the leftovers. Yeah, peripherals. Yeah. But the big stuff can get in. Um, and cost-wise, I did uh, reach out to Big Steel Box. I know right. we weren't trying to do shout-outs, but they got back to me and said for a month, um, for a 20-foot C-can, a month rental, including moving them, dropping off, moving, and picking up the box, costs only about... $770. That's fairly inexpensive. That's pretty good. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. compared to the other costs we were talking about. So a lot of DIY, but... DIY, it's... yeah. But 30 days, so you got two weeks to mm-hmm. load, they move you, yeah. unload, you got another two weeks, and then they come and grab the sea can. Yeah. That's, that's a great... Yeah. Yeah. That's perfect. And I don't know if I've ever seen a 40-footer out there floating <laughs> around. I think it's mostly 20s that they use. That was the quote he said for like a general, the general. T- typical arrangement is 20 foot right. for a month. Yeah. And it was kind of neat. They have like other accessories and shelving and thing you can kind of oh, be- nice. beef out your, that's the base price. So you can get a lot higher than that if you're getting the Gotta swanky some... steel box, but. The one that, yeah. Well, and you had an interesting pro tip in terms of packing from your experience because you said you had filled up the sea can, but there was sort of a gap that you were. Yeah. So like when you. When you start and you have all your boxes, you have lots of options. Like imagine playing Tetris, Mm. but you have options of all these pieces. It's very easy to start out very tight and neat. But when you run out of stuff, the shapes get uglier and, you know, the awkward stuff is coming in last. So if you can imagine the box, the top of the box where it was closest to the door. Yeah. I had a big void. Mm -hmm. And if it didn't seal that void with something, then... Everything was going to start falling into that hole. Mm-hmm. So I went out and got like this really cheap, like uh, inflatable pool. And I just stuck it in there and blew it up until it <laughs> tightened everything up. <laughs> and I shut the door. That is clever. There's a pro tip. Yeah, that is, that is a major pro tip. Yeah, pro tip right there. Mm-hmm. So quickly just going through the pros and cons. I know we talked about a lot of them. Uh, your time is on a pro. Definitely, I think the time is more flexible. Yeah. At least the illusion that you have more time. Mm-hmm. Well, you have somewhere that's not your home to put it. Right. It's like getting those boxes that you're, okay, I've boxed up my seasonal things and you don't need them. You don't need to walk around them for weeks. You, yeah. can, you have a tertiary, like a secondary spot to put them that's not in, still inside your house. Yeah. And I like is, that. If you're, if you have a lot of stuff in your house mm-hmm. and maybe you have somewhere to park one of these boxes, it's a great idea to load this sucker up before you list your house. Ah, yeah. If you can survive on like less stuff, mm-hmm. you could definitely present your home better. Uncluttered. Um, uncluttered. Yeah. If you know for certain, definitively, I'm moving. I'm selling my house this spring. I'm moving to Barnhartville or somewhere else, right? And you're like, how do I get the most out of the listing? How do I get the most money? I think... At the price point that you're looking at here, you can very easily afford to have an extra two or three months. Yeah. You know, that's not going to hurt you. I Mm -hmm. guarantee you your house will show better with less stuff in it, less clutter. Yeah. It's easier to clean with less stuff and make it nice and sparkly. And then when you move, it's just the last You're half moved already. Yeah. (laughs) Um, It's definitely a a cheaper alternative to these other moves, but, Mm -hmm. you know, you're obviously probably going to need your chiropractor. A little, you're... Do your deep lunges and your stretches to make sure that 
that you're <laughs> not putting your body in danger because you will be lift. Yeah, there's no crew coming to help you. There's they no drop crew. off the box, then they pick it up a month later or yeah. what, have, what have you. But but here's, yeah. here's an interesting... Get a dolly. Invest in a dolly. Yeah, definitely get a dolly. Here's an interesting one, though. If you have somebody that you can call on to help you assist with the bigger stuff, mm-hmm. this just gives you a bit of flexibility to arrange that. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's somebody in your life that's going to... If you have a big muscle man. Somebody owes you a favor. Someone owes you a favor. Yeah. It can be, I can come on the weekend, but that's it. Somebody, then you're not booking them for that day. Somebody that you helped move. Right. Those are the people to call in. <laughs> that's who you need. Um, yeah. No, it's a, I think it's a, good, it's a good model for those that have the space to accommodate a CCAN. Because, yeah, low cost is a huge pro yeah. on that one. And I do want to emphasize the fact that there is smaller alternatives. And, yeah. like, I have seen... A townhouse version of these. A pod. A pod where they're almost like on a pallet. Mm-hmm. And so you, they build this box, usually made out of wood, and there's like some sort of weather protective sheeting on the outside. So it's totally weatherproofed. Mm-hmm. And they just lift it up with a forklift, jam it on the back of a lot deck, and away it goes. And you can get two or three of them. Nice. And they can fit into a typical driveway space very nicely. So I think the other thing we... Um, we're thinking around this one is you could buy a C-can and arrange this. Like you, you don't have to go the rental route, but that, you know, you don't, most people don't need a C-can, <laughs> right. but if you were, did need it for much longer or you were moving a farther distance, you could find one to actually buy and arrange this. Yeah. Well, well. I've just, my, my sister's in the middle of a move. Um, and I've tried to convince her to buy a C-can because mm-hmm. she's going cross country load the sea can up, ship it out to where it's going. Yeah. It's going to sit in storage for a while or probably at my house. <laughs> um, just because they're, they've sold their house in Quebec. Yeah. And then they're traveling across the country and they don't have a place to go to yet. There could be a three or four month delay in that process. Mm-hmm. And rather than like having it sit at a facility, yeah, you might as well just buy it. The, the values of these sea cans do not go down. Exactly. Um, they're like, they're like a currency. Yeah. You'd easily be able to sell it at the end. Yeah. Yeah. You could just sell it at the end and probably not lose anything. So I guess because they are in high demand, like it's sort of predicated on the fact that you're able to find one in the first place, but (laughs) that's how it goes. Cool. All right. Now the fourth and final method that we're going to look at today is, um, is an interesting method. (laughs) It's got a really cool name. It's called the Cowabunga Move. <laughs> I can feel the energy. You feel the energy yeah. and the dis- disorganization. Uh huh. Yeah, and just like Hail Marys all the way. Yeah, and I, I don't want to say it's super disorganized because it, it probably can work personality, you know, like if you have the right leadership in this uh, method. But the the Cowabunga Move is is everything that you expect it to be. It's <laughs> literally... You have a truck. Why would I need to hire somebody? Mm-hmm. I, I also have a friend with a truck. And I know a guy who knows a guy who has a trailer. I'm sure I can borrow it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's probably even some aspect of it where you maybe just rent a trailer. Mm-hmm. The idea here is that you are the chief cook, bottle washer, mover, mm-hmm. packer. <laughs> Owner, you, CEO, and... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're going to take full leadership of this. Yeah, 100% DIY. And you're going to employ your friends, family, neighbors, and maybe people you don't know yet. Yeah, make it happen. Mm-hmm. And as you know, as funny as this is, the last move that I did 
is actually a combination of the secan special. Yeah. And the calabunga, because what happens is, is at the end of the secan preparation where you're, you got all your boxes and you, you think you're ready to go. Mm-hmm. The final day comes and you underestimate, you overestimate your ability to finish the right. deal. Okay? Yeah. And underestimate how, how much time it takes or how many trips you're going to have to make back and forth or right. so what the, have you. The mm-hmm. final few car moves back and forth between my, which I was just half of a city away. Yeah. Uh, you know, I had employed my neighbor to cowabunga me through the the final mm-hmm. the final steps of move. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, get by with a little help from your friends on on the old cowabunga version. The cowabunga and version. I confess, this is the version that I'm most familiar with in my life. Right. So far. Well, and because the the best part about it is that you're not really paying anyone other than pizza and beer. It's always pizza which is and beer. An yep. essential part of that contract. Like totally. Yeah, if I knew as a real estate agent that you had intended on the Calabunga move, I would go get you a flat of beer and I'd get you a couple <laughs> gift cards for Panagopolis. Perfect. Because this is the <laughs> currency used in this yeah, method to pay off your friends and family. To get it done. Yeah, get it done. Yeah. And I, and this can be done like meticulously perfect. We've all done it. Yeah. And yeah, it, it can be not, done really, really well. Very organized. You just run the risk mm. of messing it up. Like you run the risk of having a very late finishing time for mm-hmm. your move. You run the risk of um, being vulnerable to your friends that may say, hey, I can come on Friday, but it's only at two. And then. You know, know, on Thursday, you have your other buddy there. I mean, it takes three guys to move this yeah. particular item. Mm-hmm. So coordinating all that coordinating is, is a, difficult. a job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's a task your probably friends don't want to do. I'm True. sure they don't really want to come help you move. Especially, I mean, as we all know, your, your friend with a pickup has been asked a thousand times to help people move. Yeah. But so you got to sweeten the deal. You got you to gotta make them want to help yeah, you, somehow. Maybe it's not Budweiser. Maybe it's like craft Maybe it's cash. Or cash. <laughs> I don't know. Cash is king. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, the pros for this one is simply it's cheap. It's the more affordable option. Yeah. And I think as a renter, it, it might be the most 99% most dominant, you know, especially as a youthful person. Yeah. College age or through your 20s. If your apartment, you know, you, you maybe not, you're not in a whole massive home yeah. yet or a, even just a normal median <laughs> home, but uh, smaller moves, it's like a little more accessible to just throw it in your Toyota Tercel and drive it across drive town across or whatever. Town. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and, and like there was some, trips. there was some cowabunga moves this year that were done by some of my clients that uh, were done perfectly, no issues. Mm-hmm. And there was also one that was done terribly. Yes. And uh, underestimating what, they were up against. Um, so that's kind of the purpose of describing these moves is to try and just enlighten people that maybe are planning a move or are going to be potentially going down the road of, of a combination of these mm-hmm. moves. But just to, just to be aware that uh, it is a daunting task to move years of stuff that's accumulated in your home mm-hmm. and uh, just to be really proactive about the preparation yes, um, and the coordination that requires, you know, some effort mm-hmm. to kind of get like there's a, in. yeah, the, the pre-planning, like it really takes some thought, like it takes some time to just think about it. Yeah. Like 
you know, and take action early. We've, you know, talked about packing seasonal items, whatever it's winter now, pack your sun, summer stuff. Like there's no, there's no reason to wait until the last minute, but I think it's a really common trap to fall into. Life is busy. You know, there are a million, yeah. yeah, a million life circumstances that can lead to a less elegantly executed cowabunga well move. Said. Well said. But um yeah, pull in some friends, try and try and set yourself up for success because it, it's totally possible. I've been involved in some really wonderfully executed ones and some just nightmare right. cowabungas in my day. <laughs> so as a you know like experienced real estate agent, I can tell you when I pop in for visits a week prior to completion, maybe to mm-hmm. just touch up on, you know, the process and what needs to happen on completion day and just to check in, mm-hmm. I can see disaster <laughs> usually, <laughs> you know, a few weeks out Yeah, when, when I don't see what should have been done already mm-hmm. happening. And, and that's when I got to maybe just sort of enlighten people that, Hey, this, Time this to is act. for real what's coming up here. Yeah. And so we need to kind of get our ducks in a row. Wouldn't be a bad idea to, you know, send them this podcast after for future. Hey, future totally. Movers, you know, just to give an idea. And the thing is, like, you know, we've outlined obviously four different approaches to moving. There's no wrong way. There's no right way. Oh, totally. Well, okay, wait. There is a wrong way. But <laughs> not being, not doing any of the work until the day of is the wrong way. That's the worst thing you can do. But, um... Yeah, combinations of, of the approaches. And it's like, whatever, do whatever works. Yeah. Because it's, there really are a lot of options to approach approach it. But don't panic and be thoughtful and get started early. Get started early. Yeah. And um, pull in your friends. Pull in your friends. Yeah. <laughs> or, and if you don't have a, you know, a community or a friend circle that is able to help in that way, like sp- invest some money and, Help having a company or a service Coming give you that out. lift because you can't do it. One person can't. Yeah. It would take you all month to drive back and forth. Back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> and you probably don't have that luxury of time. But the other thing is, is I, I from personal experience, the Calabunga move, when you're employing your friends mm-hmm. to move items across town, whatever for you. Um, I would say there is a high rate of damage. Mm, yeah, they are not professionals. Well, and they, you know, they have, if you haven't taken the initiative to, you know, box up things properly or, you know, tape certain, you know, mm-hmm. favorable items, maybe a dining room tables or, you know, yeah. nice. Prevent scratching, cabinets. get some blankets to put between things. Yeah. Yeah, this can, this can be left because you as the employed helper, mm-hmm. you show up with your truck and maybe some gloves and a dolly, but yeah. you're not maybe as prepared. You just assume. There's a lot of assuming going on in the the cowabunga move. Oh, yeah. That um, whoever's actually moving is, is got everything in, sorted. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay, well, if there's time for an anecdote, I I will never forget. And this is someone who is my one of my absolute best friends, and I will never let her forget this either, that we were college age, and she hadn't. Maybe it's like, like she, she didn't have the benefit of experience of doing this multiple times, but she and I had a truck and she invited me over to help move her out of an apartment. And I got there and there were other people there. Nobody was doing anything and nothing was done. <laughs> people were sitting on the couch in the living room watching TV. And I was looking at my watch. I'm like, you're supposed to be out of here at 6 p.m. tonight. Like, <laughs> and it was one. Right. So I got 
I put on my Marshall's hat and yep. just started commanding people around. I was like, you go get boxes. You do this. You're cleaning the bathroom. You're cleaning. There was food still in the fridge. There was nothing. The bed still had linens on it. Like nothing had been done. And oh, I was wow. just like kind of had to give my friend a shake when I was like, what is happening here? And she just kind of had lost control of the group and the... She just wasn't, she just didn't rise to the leadership position. She was very overwhelmed and she was glad I was there. And I was glad I was there too, but man, we had to hustle so hard Mm. to make it happen. And we did, but it was, I was so mad. (laughs) I was like, how dare you invite me over here and have nothing done. But you know what? She needed, she needed the help. She needed someone to come and be her moving champion. Right. So, so that's a great con is that you could really stress the relationship with your friends. Totally. If, if you, you don't, put this onus on them and you, yeah. you, you fail to rise to the occasion. Just, oh, I could not believe how little had been even. Right. I don't even think that boxes. It was so stupid. Oh, Anyways. You, you were taking like. I'm still mad. Clearly I'm bags. still mad. <laughs> oh, to- it was all garbage bags. Oh, yeah. Wow, yeah. Yeah. That's not a good move. <laughs> it was that's college. Good. What do you do? Totally. But... I, uh, I can tell you for certain that. In my 11 moves, my earlier ones were mm-hmm. definitely not dressed the same way as the later ones. Although the last move that I was just involved in, I think I was telling you this when mm-hmm. we were talking about doing this podcast, like the sea can was moved and we were still hustling the last couple little loads of stuff. And mm-hmm. by the time the stove was being closed as the last item was being wiped and cleaned, it was our, it was like minutes away from our completion time. Our possession. And as I'm driving down the street, I can see the other truck coming up the street. (laughs) And it's like, there's the new owners of our house. Like just made it just timed. Just like, that's, that's crazy. And I know that that happens. It does. Cause when you know you have two hours, you take all two, I take two hours. (laughs) Right. But if you had 10 minutes, you would just find a way. Yeah, it's true. So lots of different methods. I think it was an educational thing that we talked about this today and just sort of itemize some of the bigger approaches to, to moving. It's definitely, I would say if there's one common theme here, it's that most people underestimate the move. Mm-hmm. Um, they probably overstress the move. It can be done a lot less stressful if you just plan. And take early action. Like, early action. like I, you know, anxiety and stress is a really strong, can play a really strong role in, in preventing people from getting shit done. Yeah. Totally. And like, it's understandable, happens to everybody, but just take early action. Yeah, pack the stuff you know you don't need and use that momentum to to stay on course. Yeah. Make yourself a schedule, like a, a budgeted time schedule where it's like, got to get this done by this day. This, by Force this day. the thought and the planning. Yeah, and a good plan would have you selling your house with all the items that you're not going to be expecting to be used already pre-packed. Mm-hmm. So if it's March, you know, you probably don't need skis for the move, mm-hmm. load that stuff up. You know? Yeah. Pack up everything that you're going to need. Because it is disruptive. There is no getting around a move being a huge deal in your life. Yeah. Like it's a big, it takes a lot of effort and it's an exciting change and it can't, your day-to-day life will be disrupted. So like yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a reality check, I think, in there too. Right. That unless you're going full-on five-star classy where you just carry your poodle around and everybody does everything. <laughs> we're like, maybe you're, yeah, you can go get a mani-pedi and then come home and your house is moved. But <laughs> I, think, I think there's certain Even that's unrealistic. There's certain properties that you just can't do the five-star move. Like Totally. Like I have a shop 
it's like there's there's a like, week's worth yeah. of packing in there, and mm-hmm. nobody's coming in there to box up tools, sort your nuts and bolts or yeah, whatever. No, yeah, it's not happening. So, yeah, I mean, uh, good chat. I think mm-hmm. we we covered the basis mm-hmm. of the important stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, key takeaways is if you're doing it with a real estate agent, let them know your intent mm-hmm. so that they can plan uh, and help your contract. Yeah, you know, make sure you have the dates you know, in your contract to allow these kinds of changes, you know, the transitions to happen properly. Yeah. If you plan on getting, you know, you're renting sea cans or, you know, pods or whatever, make sure that, you know, they're available. If you're planning a short move, you know, make sure that stuff's available before your real estate agent is writing a contract up for you where you're going to be in a tough spot. So that would be a key takeaway. The pricing strategy we looked at was obviously it gets cheaper as you go down to the, to the callow <laughs> side of, of the process. Um, planning key, employing others to help you. Yeah. If you have no experience doing this, if you've Google it, Google there's it. There's yeah. so many moving tips online. Yeah, <laughs> Even like get your head wrapped or get your head in the game early so that you know what's coming. Okay. On that note, mm-hmm. good luck. Get your head in the game. <laughs> Cowabunga. Cowabunga. Hey everyone, I want to thank you for taking the time to consume this week's edition of the Calvin's Real Estate Insider Podcast. I hope that I bring you value. I do my very best week to week to try to bring the best real estate value possible. If I did bring you some value or you have a question that you'd like me to tackle on the podcast, please feel free to reach out to me. Uh, DM me on Instagram at pbrealestater or shoot me an email at parker at royalapage.ca and let me know what you think. And until next time, Cowabunga! Cowabunga!